Hey guys, welcome to Search for Truth. I'm your host, James Wagner, and today we had an amazing guest. Uh, his name's Atala, and he has such a beautiful, unique perspective on the world and on life. And it's great because if you meet him in person, he's covered with tattoos and piercings all in his face, and he's one of the most loving, caring people that you'll ever meet. Thanks for being on my show, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hello, fellow soul travelers. My name is Atala. Um, and as I discovered recently, my identity is that of God's kinky side. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, just like you, a being of love and light, trying to figure out the simulation that is the universe. Oh, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, just talk about my experience throughout life. Well, I mean, we can, yeah, we can start with, like, your story if you want, you know. Okay. You can just, like, you know, childhood or just, like, what your experience is or whatever. Man, it's okay. All, it's all good. I guess I'll start with, like, the most recent thing that I've been experiencing, which yeah. is yesterday. I guess it was kind of some sort of hardcore realization mm. and it was really me putting together the weird pieces of big events in my life Ooh. that have led me to the point i'm at now Ooh, that's the good shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it definitely stems down to the struggle i've been having over the past few months has been accepting myself accepting others mm. and accepting the reality for what it is like my reality for what it is yeah, 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 yeah and um a lot of that boils down to just like being okay with everything and not hmm. trying to fear it and be angry and try and control it interesting okay so the things that were popping on through my head is last year which feels so long ago i know 10 years ago Dude, really, like, so much has happened over the past 17 months so <laughs> that I cannot... I mean, you know, obviously big things are in a fucking pandemic, and, like, Donald Trump was president. Oh, Jesus, I can't believe that really happened. Dude. That can't be real. It's so off. Yeah. Like, when they say, like, you create your reality, <laughs> and if my reality is the only thing that exists to me, and, like... <laughs> Donald Trump was the president of the United States and started a cult, then, like, I really need to do some reevaluation on myself. If I'm the one doing this, <laughs> if all these people talking about manifestation and whatever New Age stuff based on whatever yeah. studies they decided to manipulate to capitalize on, then yeah. I'm fucking up. <laughs> but... I think back last year to when I was in Greece and oh, yeah. I was there for a Tantra massage retreat <clears throat> and I had met the most amazing, beautiful people from across the world. Mm. There were three of us in the United States, um, a woman from Brazil, a lot of people from Europe mm. and a guy from Australia. And there was one woman from the Netherlands Tamara Stecheman, if you're listening to this, <laughs> respond to my WhatsApp. I hope you didn't change your number. <laughs> oh, I hope, I hope it's just a fluke. <laughs> I 
I hope so too. I love you forever, my past and future wife. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there was, so her and I partnered up for one of the massages. Mm -hmm. And this was, and prior to this, I went to massage school and it took, it was about a 10 month program and it took nine months for the one girl who massaged me at least once a week for me to really allow myself to receive touch. Oh, wow. So when you're in a Tantra massage setting, which is something that I have no problem doing to other people, but when someone's doing to me, it was like, not even like, oh, you're touching my (laughs) pee-pee. It's more (laughs) of like, oh, God, you're trying to make me feel good? (laughs) That's actually so much more intimate. Yeah, Only only I can do that. Other people aren't allowed to. But I remember with Tamana, she was massaging me, and I kept telling her, like, wow, this feels amazing. Like, I feel amazing having this done. And she was massaging my hips, and she's, I remember her, like, whispering to me, like, this experience is all for you. Oh. And at the time, I hadn't really, like, internalized that. Oh, really? I heard it, and I was like, it's like, I guess she's right, you know? Mm. And so I was thinking about that, and that was kind of a big start of, like, it wasn't even the start of something. It was like the seed that was planted. Okay, yeah. That I didn't even know was planted. That's how it usually goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was quite interesting. So yesterday I was, I was lying down and thinking about that and crying a lot. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. For the past three weeks, I would be at work at the coffee shop, mm-hmm. and I would want to cry, and I would think of something utterly beautiful. And a lot of these tears and the, the, the feeling of why I want to cry stems from just the existence being so awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. And not even, you know, not even just with, like, the people and the drugs. Yeah, drugs are great. Huge fan of hallucinogens. Do it in a safe space. Um, That's important. Be smart with it. Make sure you're with good people. Lots of lights. Cool music. That tea's hot, too. I'm very excited. <laughs> but outside of the the blatant experiences that are really good, when I... I'm at work and I have the time to sit down and reflect. I want to just break down and cry because mm. existence can't be that good. Whoa. Right? <laughs> it can't be this much fun and full of pleasure. And Wow. And I'm a really loud crier. I can't be... Mm. I, I, so I can't like go... In, I'll go in the back and maybe shed a tear. Okay. But it doesn't satisfy. Yeah. It's not that full on. Yeah. Cathartic. Yeah. It's always in a way not embarrassing to me because I don't get embarrassed by my emotions but on looking at it objectively (laughs) sometimes I have to laugh because I can hear my neighbors in their kitchen separating our little apartments (laughs) so if I can hear them they can hear me and I'm just screaming on my floor (laughs) just I, I wish someone was recording me just so they could witness how hilarious I am by myself. <laughs> I had some nice music playing and I'm eating a, a snickerdoodle cookie with browned butter. Brown butter is the huh. secret in your snickerdoodles. That's good to know. And it's 
honestly, like, I don't want to eat the snickerdoodle any cookies anymore because it was, it was such a good experience that first time. And when I shared it with a friend and she bit into it, I saw her see God. <laughs> and I don't think I could have those cookies for another few months. Because of the, the yeah. impact of that experience. It's like, it's, it's literally like drugs, right? Like, oh don't do it God. every weekend. Because oh, then you're not going to see God anymore. Then you're going to forget what it is. And that's true. You're just going to get lost in the sauce. <laughs> so, it's real, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, just have fun. Eat the cookies a few months. Every few months. I'm eating this cookie and I'm pushing myself up against my wall and I'm whispering to myself. <laughs> and I'm, I tell myself, I say, this existence is all for you to enjoy and for you oh, and for the circle. people you come across to enjoy. Oh my God. And then I felt the tears and I collapsed onto my yoga mat and I was <laughs> screaming. Yes. And I just started like screaming out loud, like, I love this life and I love existence. Mm. And what's very fun about that is when people meet me, they say, like, they see how much I love life and how much I adore myself. And a lot of that has really felt on the level of ego, where hmm. it didn't feel like I was actually really enjoying myself as okay. a true creature of light. Okay. You know, yeah. it felt like I was more enjoying the character of me and oh. the superficiality of the experiences. Right, right, right. Granted, right. I was even that like 15 year old at metal shows who would want to cry because it was so beautiful that everyone was having fun together. Wow. So I wasn't that person at the concert that's recording and like, wow, I was at a concert. <laughs> but I see. it was definitely, it, yeah, it was, it was just for whatever reason, something hit me. And I feel like I fully grasped that this experience is for me mm. you know wow or you might not know <laughs> and hmm. it definitely this it, this occurrence didn't happen just because you know how some people have some sort of spiritual awakening where one day they're sitting there and then all of a sudden it's like kundalini rising right. and they go into a psychosis yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah. an experience of that sort of grandeur but it was it was something that definitely i realized i've been practicing for this whole time oh whoa okay that's interesting and a way i recognize that it that i've essentially been practicing for this is part of it is practicing compassion for myself and for others mm. so huge you know i'll keep everything confidential but yeah when you got a, a girl who's mentally diseased who attaches onto you and stalks you and harasses you. Yeah. At first, it's very, very jarring. I remember I would sit in my room and I would be relaxed and I would randomly get a text message from a new Instagram account that had zero posts and zero followers pretending to be somebody. Obviously, it was her, mm -hmm. and I would just be almost ripping my hair out. Luckily, I had a shaved head at the time, but I would be scratching at my skull really so hard, just, like, trying to, like, break the sensation of trying to understand something illogical. Like yeah. Trying to put logic to something that has no logic. Yeah, exactly. Like, her, her reality is not based in logic. Mm -hmm. And I met someone who was a massage client of mine in town and 
she was more of like my therapist oh. without being a registered therapist. Right. Just one of the most wise and loving people who introduced me to practicing compassion. So when I look at the girl who was harassing me, instead of looking at her like, she's a fucking psycho. Mm -hmm. Why did she attach on to me? Why is she hurting me? It was clearly she's hurting incredibly badly. Whoa. And a track record that I have with people is that they see the light in me and they see the joy and they recognize that before I sometimes even recognize that. Mm. So it makes sense that for someone who's very aware of love and someone who's completely devoid of it, yeah. it makes sense that they would both witness that within me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for her, it was more of just a practice of, I still get very un uneasy when I see her mm -hmm. just because she is unpredictable. She's done incredibly unpredictable things outside of me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it is a sense of like danger a little bit yeah which is healthy like that's okay yeah <laughs> i don't feel bad yeah. i don't feel bad getting worried around her but when i do think about her and see her i don't get this fear and rage mm. i get more of a sense of just like wow she's hurting a lot wow and i wish there, I, I, I really desire a time where I could like sit down with her and be like, listen, I, I see you and I see that you're hurting and I'm here to tell you that you are recognized, but I'm not the one to do it for you. Mm. So like, I'm not the one to help you directly. I want you to get help for yourself outside of me because I'm not doing it yeah. and you need to get this. Yeah. But again, just practicing compassion and so if I'm practicing compassion for someone who is living a completely different reality than the rest of us, mm -hmm. then it's incredibly easy to practice compassion for everybody else. Whoa. You know, oh, if I could do it, <laughs> if I could look at someone with love who's like at rock bottom, yeah. then everyone else who on whatever scale of degree that doesn't exist, <laughs> who's... A, in air quotes, above her, because I can't think of a better word. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. You know, someone yeah. who's more aware of themselves and their actions, then right. every, yeah, everything just kind of falls into place. So what, so having compassion for somebody in that scenario, with that sort of relationship with somebody where it has been this like totally fear-based experience and like things put upon you kind of thing, what does compassion do for your experience? Exactly. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> because that lets me tie around into in the beginning when I said <laughs> finding acceptance yeah. for myself and for others. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the things people talk about nowadays is how can you love yourself? Or how can others love you if you can't love yourself? Oh, yeah. And I think that that works for some people. If they're in an incredibly dark place, they have to love that darkness within themselves before others can yeah. recognize them. But it also works the opposite way, where you have to find the love for others in order to find love for yourself. Mm. Okay, go either way. Yeah, it's, it's more of like... Mm. <laughs> I don't know why this is the example that popped in my head. Let's go with it. But it's more of like when you poop and flush the toilet, <laughs> that poop goes into the sewer system... 
And then it just kind of becomes our water again. And then you're drinking your poop water that you don't even know because it's been cleaned, right? It's just something feeding into itself. So you can't work on just yourself. You have to work on your actions towards others. Mm. And Mm, that's true. That's where a lot of it really, it's that cycle. If you build up one, it's going to leak into the other. Oh, I see. I see. If you build up acceptance and love for yourself, it will leak into acceptance and love for others. But if you're not consciously practicing acceptance yeah. of others, then it's going to just like go off the cycle. It's going to be a leak in the, in the, in the system. Mm. You know, it's not going to go to its destination. It's going to leak out. Right. Hmm. <laughs> like they won't feed into each other if you don't complete that loop. Yeah. If it goes either, either direction, really. Start, exactly. Starting with self or starting with others. But to have that crossover... Yep, it's just like the people that, I mean, me being one of them, where it's so easy for me to share love with others, Mm, and it is easy for me to share love with myself, but it's incredibly hard to receive love for others, Mm. until just a few evenings ago. So like I said, in massage school, it took an incredibly long time for me to relax with one person that I trusted touching me. And even at the Tantra massage, it was... A lot of these people were incredible energy workers, which is something I always kind of shit on. Sorry, Reiki masters. Um, <laughs> Gotta speak your truth, man. Yeah, it's dude. Perfect. I mean, yeah. we all see it. We all see people that think one thing and, you know, it, it is easily capitalized and marketed. And mm-hmm. even even the massage retreat, I, the Tantra massage retreat I went on, the teacher was a total sham. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Total sham. All of us, my roommate... We would talk every night and it would always get brought up that like, this guy is clearly full of shit. (laughs) It's just one of those people where, and this is something else I want to talk about, where one of those people who talked in definitive truths about reality. Uh Uh-oh. Where, red flag, red flag. Yeah, red, red flag. flag. (laughs) Don't ever, don't ever tell someone like, this is how it is. Because we all know that like, I mean, granted, it's kind of paradoxical to say the truth about, like, the nature to grow is to evolve. Yeah, I went to Maharishi school. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Again, someone who else talks in truths and run around. I don't want to... (laughs) Don't want to get mad. But But it's okay to get mad. Yeah, no, it's totally okay. Fuck those people that say don't get mad and negativity is not real. Life is not good or bad. It's all just fluctuation. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's all just made up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a little simulation. Yeah. <sighs> what was I saying? Uh, the last thing was about how the dude was a sham. Oh, yeah, Tantra. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so even there, I, I was able to receive love in certain ways that I'd never anticipated. Mm. But again, it wasn't... The, the openness that I allowed myself to receive stayed there. I didn't integrate it. Stayed it. in Greece. It stayed in Greece. It stayed oh, with those people. Okay, yeah. So I didn't integrate that into right. my life. Right, right, right. So throughout God, that was last June. June of nineteen. Oh my goodness. So throughout the past wow. eighteen months. Wow. <laughs> I know. Throughout the past eighteen months, <laughs> I never let anybody really touch me. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's a very specific way I like to be touched. Hmm. 
and I would if I would tell people to do it that way. And if they didn't, in like the first four seconds, I would just say, nope, stop it. I'm just going to touch you. No. <laughs> and I never allowed anyone to touch my feet because they have a lot of tickle trauma. Same thing with my sides. Mm. My legs are just incredibly sensitive because as one of our friends say, I wear clown shoes, two inch platforms, <laughs> been wearing them for like six years. I really messed up my legs. Your poor knees. My poor, I'm 21. <laughs> oh God. And I got the knees of like a 174 year old. <laughs> Circus is gonna break me. But anyway. Or heal you. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully heal. Yeah. But, and then if anybody did a gentle light rubbing, mm-hmm. you know, just like fingertips, very superficial on the skin. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Reminds really? me of my mother. Oh, really? <laughs> so the other night, someone was gently rubbing my feet and yeah. I allowed it and I loved it. Yeah. And then someone was touching my legs. And when I told him, you know, don't push on my legs, just pet them because they're very sensitive. And when he happily obliged and just started lightly rubbing my legs Mm. my instant reaction was like snap out of the serotonin that we were all enjoying yeah (laughs) snap out of that want to get home and walk away really exactly yeah dude weird right wow but i sat there for a moment and i was like okay for what i told him (laughs) what to do he heard the words he's responding in the only way he knows how yeah and I should just accept it because he's not trying to hurt me. He's oh, trying wow. to just pet me and listen to the rules I had given him. What a beautiful moment. Oh yeah, dude. God, it was like, life-changing. It's a big deal. <laughs> like, completely, <laughs> utterly life-changing. Whoa. And wow. so in that moment, I feel more than any of the practice I've put in. I feel like that was the moment of accepting myself. Whoa, and accepting so, others. Right, right, right. Both. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was a lot. So that's why that was on Saturday. So that's why on Sunday, today's Monday, that's why on Sunday I was crying all day. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, epiphanies. <laughs> oh my God, putting the pieces together. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's so weird. It happens so fast. Yeah. I mean, it does happen fast. Not only in like, nowadays like 2020 shit just happens faster oh yeah you know thank technology oh yeah and just like the evolution of the collective consciousness is so like fast-tracked right now 100 percent. things like this happen just like super quick and fairfield also fairfield some reason motherfucking fairfield is just fast past to holy shit yeah it's <laughs> it's a strange little portal dude yeah, i mean it's... how we've been here for a little over a year and, <laughs> and how many people have we seen come and go oh yeah like <clears throat> uh, vaping don't do it <laughs> it takes a hit <laughs> destroys your lungs but yeah, no, the collective consciousness discussion is also quite interesting. Mm. I mean, look at people like us in Fairfield, and I'm not trying to put this in us versus them mentality, <clears throat> but people that are working on themselves in incredibly deep layers. Yeah, and facing uh, these pains. And yeah. Like trying to integrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really looking at their shadows and the decisions they make on a daily basis, the decisions they've made, and like how to actually integrate and grow. Yeah, exactly. But if I think back to like where most of us probably started, it was with an idea of like health, just like superficial health, like 
maybe I should eat better. Maybe I should stop smoking and drinking and doing drugs. (laughs) 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 At least I stopped the drinking. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Baby steps, man. Hey, man. Like, (laughs) ironically, it's weird. I'm 21 and I really didn't start drugs or weed or anything until I was 19. Oh yeah, I drank That's most. True, I drank most of my life before then, which is right. probably why I got the memory of a sea sponge, <laughs> or maybe like a single-celled organism. <laughs> but I think there is a lot of beauty in the fact that people are opening their eyes up to so many things, such mm. as health and crystals and energy. And you know, I have my my qualms with everything. Yeah, just because. It's important to question everything. Yeah, I'd call it a healthy skepticism. Yeah, all the time. Actually, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reminding me that like it's not like me being pessimistic. No, I'm definitely not. If you just accept everything, that's that that's religion. Yeah, that's a cult. Like no, question everything. Like mm-hmm. even the origins of religion, like the original texts are like, don't believe this. Listen to your own experience. Yep. So, Take from it, learn from it, yeah. gather, and like. <laughs> Also, like, look at everything else. (laughs) Some of the most religious experiences I have had have just been, like, sober in the forest, looking at, like, a tree really up close and seeing little moths in the bark and ants and different colors. But questioning everything. There was a man I met in Greece on the massage retreat who his favorite word was why. Mm. As a child does, right? Where they... You say, like, I like blueberries, and they go, why? And you're like, because they're delicious. And you go, why? And then you're like, stop asking me why. <laughs> but he had a magical power, which was when he asked you why you like blueberries, you say, they're delicious. And he goes, okay, but why are they delicious? And you go, well, they're delicious because I remember going blueberry picking with my family as a kid. Really? Yeah. You just get you there? Got you there. Whoa. Like, and granted, we're on a Tantra massage tree. Everyone's like looking to find deeper aspects of themselves. True, true. But he just brought that out. That's so We'd awesome. be sitting there eating lunch and he would ask someone why for like four seconds or four times in a row. Right. And like everyone would be crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because someone would have an emotional breakthrough. Holy shit. <laughs> also, just with the tangencies of discussion, something I learned is... Like, the difference between, like, a breakthrough and a breakdown. Hmm. And, like, the importance of interchanging those words. Okay. So. That's interesting. I remember one time, I was in the forest with some friends, listening to some good music, <clears throat> smoked some weed, having just, like, a blast in the nature. Yeah. And this one beautiful song that I love came on, Places by the Blaze. So good. Go <laughs> listen to it. Um, we're not sponsored. Uh <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, dude, they're so cool. <laughs> French music is just the best. Nice. But um, I was listening to this song mm-hmm. and I started like curling in on myself and laughing, crying, screaming without making sound in a weird way. It was a very awesome. fascinating experience. Yeah. And my friend intense. was like, Oh, are you having a breakdown? And I start laughing and I say, No, I'm having a breakthrough. <laughs> and I think there's something about letting your emotions take control in a healthy Mm. manner where Mm. you just get completely lost in it yeah and your whatever barrier you had up whether you're aware of it or not it's not that you're breaking down and like destroying it but you're just breaking through it you're having 
Because breakdown has so many negative connotations, it right? It has like, yeah. if you're breaking down, that means you're hurting yourself. But if you're just breaking mm-hmm. through, that means you're like so expanding. But what if they are interchangeable? They could be. Yeah. And it's all for you. That's so interesting. This is just, I hope that picked up. <laughs> <laughs> this is just my experience of words and stuff, oh, word magic. Amazing. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. So you've had quite a journey. Of course, again, it's you're that type to like look towards things, focus on them. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean shit. The other like few weeks ago I reacted to a lover of mine and <laughs> he said something at like three in the morning after I had been smoking weed for like the past six hours and I was so exhausted and tired and just wanted to go to bed. Yeah. We're lying in his bed and he said something that just really like triggered me into the typical abandonment issues most of us face. Yeah. And instead of like listening to him and having a discussion and being like, oh, I totally see what you mean. And I agree. And like, Mm. blah, blah, blah. I just shut him out and went into a space of like victimizing myself. Right. Yeah. And so what I did, that was on like a Saturday or something. What I did for like the next four days was I laid there and I just sat with it. Oh, that's you know, so I sat with it and I sat with it and I thought about it and I looked at it from all different angles. And if Amazing. I'm comparing this current lover to people of the past, why don't I switch the roles? You know, if he, if he's man A mm-hmm. and I'm with man A in this situation, mm-hmm. why don't I look at the way I treated him, you know, reacting in a way to like someone reacted to me in the past mm. and look at them, you know, look at myself in them. If that, I hope that makes sense. I was doing hand motions in person, so it made a little bit more sense than the words probably. No, it's solid gold. Because okay, as good. you were saying earlier, empathy. Mm-hmm. Literally like taking the experience itself, getting not only outside of it, but also from different perspectives, like his your own and a third mm-hmm. and then understanding all of those perspectives and then connecting it with experiences that you've had from both yep yeah no that's amazing it's it's just it's all gold. intermingling i mean because people will we all know not we all know because we don't know anything but a lot of us a lot of us do believe on one form or another we're all energy we're all intertwined mm. we're all the same thing yeah Whatever the basis of reality is, whatever the makeup of you, me, and the table are, yeah. it's all the same. Right, exactly. But it's, this is just, again, practice of that intellectual knowledge and really internalizing it and using it for your purpose of growth. Yeah, exactly. And sitting with that is so... like I just want to take a moment to appreciate that you did that. Thanks, it hurt. <laughs> but it was also so good. Exactly, and that's exactly the point. It hurts. And what I mean, what do we do when we touch a stove? We naturally want to reel away from it, you know? Like get get the hell away from me. Like back mm-hmm. away, push it or run away. Something. Just makes you know, makes separation. And you sat with that, allowing these painful things that are clearly, again, from your past that will just keep recurring anyway. So the, ta- the fact that you gave that compassion and love to it and actually sat with it and allowed yourself to experience that pain allows you to reintegrate it. So now this thing isn't separate from you and it's not going to hurt as bad next time. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
that's how we get freedom. Like that is everything that yep. you did. It's incredible. And it's hard. It takes so much bravery. It is. It's, it's, it's just, I talk to myself in two different ways. <laughs> okay. Um, so I view the character of Atala as like Atala, joy, happy, like that bubbly dude at the parties that's just running around and will just like run up to a group of people, <laughs> make them laugh for a second and then like hop away in a weird way and everyone's laughing and having fun. Yeah. Then I also have a second side of me, which is the sad side that hurts, the one that wants to die, the one that mm. hates me, the one that hates the world. And his name is Tuer. It's T-U apostrophe E-H-R. Long mm. story short, gay rabbit god of China. Um, oh, wow. I yeah, see. just like one of those gods that's just like in a town. Okay. Google helped me find this. I see. And rabbits, too. And rabbits, yeah. Obsessed with the buns. <laughs> with the bun loaf. Ooh, when they tuck their little legs under their pudgy bodies. <laughs> so good. So it's Atala and Tuwer that are existing inside of this okay. body together. So yeah. I have yeah. two different ways I talk to them, which is if I'm sad, it's Tuwer trying to express something. And I visualize being with him, listening to him, holding oh, him while he cries, oh. trying to like get him back up. Amazing. Like a lot of people will say, you know, like view your emotions as different characters, but sure. that can be so many characters. Oh yeah. So we just kind so of, many. you know, make it more like interesting people and whatever right. helps if, or if breaking it down into 10 different characters helps if you can handle that. Cool. I applaud you. My ADD does not allow me to handle that. No, exactly. <laughs> I like, can handle two things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right. There's way more multifaceted than just two. Mm -hmm. The fact that you can like assign so many categories to like the two, so beneficial. It helps. And there might be more people in the future. Yeah. We're just waiting to see. Exactly. So I either show the sides of me a lot of compassion or I'm also the type of person that works well with like, all right, bitch, we're done crying. Come on, mm, snap up. Really? Get the fuck up. Interesting. Yeah, like me, because, you know, if I was crying with a person and just in a pity party, I would want them to listen. And then I'd want them to be like, okay, now we're going to get the fuck up and do something about this. Mm, like, yes, yeah. Take action. Yeah. So, like, within that moment with the lover, it was like I cried and I thought. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a second, I could just do something about this. So, mm. part of. Again, coming back to accepting myself and others. Yes. Most of us, especially in the West, actually just in general, most of us have terrible relationships with our parents. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, relationships with your mother are typically not that good, at least for me. <laughs> so I did it. I called my mom, asked her for advice. Granted, her and I are completely different wavelengths of how we view reality. So her advice was helpful, but it was more of just like, okay, now I'm recognizing that if I can talk with my mother and my father and make them feel important and actually view them as people, mm. if I can reconcile the relationships with my family that feels so painful and awful, then I could reconcile relationships with anybody. Right. Like if the woman who pushed me out of her, if her and I can just like see eye to eye mm. in one way or another and just be happy around each other. Holy shit. Like, is that enlightenment? <laughs> Not hating your mom who hurt you? Like, if you're, if, you're already, if you're already at a cool relationship and it was never bad, then, like, kudos. Right. Then you got other challenges out of you. Exactly, exactly. But if you hate your mom, <laughs> like, figure it out. <laughs> Practice that shit. 
That's amazing. You always you're you're going towards all these like the hardest things that people go entire lifetimes without facing. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, for one, these people, whoever's listening, can't see me, but I have like a forehead piercing and a giant nose ring, and like I'm goth. So like, I kind of purposely set myself up to be ridiculed by people in public mm. everywhere I go. So. Like, I've already kind of dealt with the hardships that people have of feeling an, an, an individual or feeling like an individual. Right, right. I already, like, kind of worked through that since I was 13. I remember when I came out and told my family I was gay. And then I was looking in the mirror and I was wearing something or whatever. And I said, that's, I literally said out loud, that's super cute. And I got, <sighs> covered my face like, <gasps> whoa. Did I just say that was cute? And that was like the beginning <laughs> of wow. all of this is being like, wow, if I could admit to myself that I'm cute, I could probably do a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> it's all baby steps. Everything now feels like a huge leap right. just because I've done the baby steps. Exactly. I've been practicing all this for the past almost nine years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, it's, everything's just practice. If it, if it seems like it hurts, if it seems difficult, I mean, it's like doing anything, right? You pick up a guitar and then you're like, fuck, this is really weird and hard yeah. and I'm kind of having fun with it, but it's really hard and it kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. And then you keep yeah, practicing exactly. <laughs> and there's a period of time where you just kind of plateau. You're like, okay, I'm oh, good at these things and like, I kind of don't know what I'm doing anymore and I kind of don't care about it. Then you put the guitar away and then you come back to it a little bit later after you've just been stagnant. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden you pick it up and you're super interested and you're having all these like amazing chords you're learning and different like fingering patterns and scales. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, you're just fucking killing it. <laughs> like that's how it is practicing with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. It hurts. You get bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you forget about it. Yeah. You go into the closet and you're like, wait a second. And then bam, things just start working out in like bigger, bigger chunks. And it's you true. grow quicker and quicker. And who knows? Maybe in like the next couple of years, I might plateau and stop for a bit. I highly doubt it. But that's just how things are. Things like grow, they yeah. go quicker, they slow down. That's just how it be. Yeah. And it's so funny because you're saying like, oh, it was baby steps at first. And now it's these big leaps. But really, it's just kind of where you are. It's like, these are just the things that are coming up. Oh, yeah. You're, you're as equally equipped to deal with these as you were to deal with those. Mm. And it was like, you know what I mean? The same amount of movement forward based on your ability to move forward. Yeah, super proportional. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, existence is so fun. <laughs> like, just came back from an ecstatic dance solstice. Ooh. Uh, solstice. What's the word? Like, ritual. That yeah. was really cute. We got to see Jupiter and Saturn making kissy faces oh, together. that's right. I saw that on a live stream. It was so cool. Oh, that's so good. So just the fact that that's happening. I know. Today's this winter solstice, December yeah. 21st, day before both of our birthdays. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> like this oh, my is, God. Everybody's talking about this day being this huge shift and change and... Well, yeah, apparently I heard from someone and uh, fact check me. <laughs> I don't know how true this is or whatever, but apparently like when the three wise men were bringing the gifts to Jesus, mm. 
they were following Jupiter and Saturn when they were super close. No shit. Yeah. That would be interesting. I heard it. I don't know how true it is. I like grew up in Christianity, resented that shit. A lot of people. Relented? Resented? No, resented. Resented? Yeah. Lamented. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, Christianity works for you. Like, cool. (laughs) Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Good luck. Just don't be that. Those, never mind. <laughs> don't be those people that come to the hippie meditation school with a bunch of Muslims <laughs> and try and convert everyone to Christianity. <laughs> they all tried adding me on Facebook when I oh unfortunately God, went back on. <laughs> oh man, I was just cracking up. It was like the first two friend requests I got <laughs> since I reactivated my Facebook account. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" I know. Is this a sign from the Lord? Is it? Oh God, I know the enemy too. Mm. But thinking of God and everything, yeah, and like the sensation of God mm. and where that comes up, I did Christianity and religion does make sense in that regard. Okay, where mm-hmm. if people feel God through that, then okay. their that's their path to take to continue mm. feeling that or continue growing that sensation of love. And people felt that with Maharishi. Yeah, they did. And True. people like me feel that through like dance and staring at trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all just all just how it goes. However you feel it. Mm. But I'm not going to go up to someone and be like, you need to do mushrooms and acid yeah. in order to feel love. Yeah, No, exactly. dude, feel love by like, I don't know, staring at the wall if you want to. I mean, even religions say that, don't they? They're like, there are many paths to God. Oh, um, yeah. They all say that kind of thing. So it's like, exactly. Like, full stop. <laughs> yeah, people just like to admit and change things. I don't want to talk about religion. We all know it's fucked. We all know it's a strange, strange, strange system. Just like the government. It's like so above our heads. <laughs> like, government, yeah. religion, and existence in, in whole is just like so uncomprehendable. <laughs> that like it's fun to question and like go down these rabbit holes <laughs> but don't get too caught up in it because none of it makes sense <laughs> the cool thing about existence though is you can actually test it and experience it and like grasp what makes sense to you and True. Like, live it and apply it and then then you're set <laughs> yeah even if you're like the president of any country. Yeah. It still don't make sense. Yeah. None of it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Go Finland, though. <laughs> <laughs> of course Finland had to I come wouldn't up. be able to talk to people <laughs> without <laughs> loving on Finland. That's so true. <laughs> They're doing it right. <laughs> yeah, that is your great love. That is Finland. Dude, I can't wait to die there. <laughs> Let's hear some Finnish words. I know Moy. Oh, no. Moy is like high, right? Yeah. And Moy Moy is bye-bye. Yeah. All right. If we're going to speak some Finnish words, only sentence I know. Yeah. I'm sorry if there's any Finns out there. I struggle at the really hard R role. I'm American. (laughs) We don't do that normally. It's true. (laughs) Which, if I said the words right, is, can I buy you a drink? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> important important to get that one down 
Yeah, I don't like to drink anymore, but if anybody ever asked me that... <laughs> yeah. The one day, a man comes up to me in, in a bar and asks me, I'm sat. How do you say yes? Uh, yo. <laughs> yo, yo. Or kusala. I think kusala. It's been a while. I'm studying Swedish right now. So <laughs> it's oh, been a moment. Right, yeah. On a Swedish kick. <laughs> Live on my youth in Sweden. Die in Finland. It's a good <laughs> It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, you're quite a lover of languages. Yeah. Finnish, Swedish, Esperanto. I also want to learn Arabic and Greek and Russian. <laughs> and I think something else. I don't even remember. Yeah. Just because. Why I'm, not? I'm the same way. I have a list of like six or seven languages. Oh, yeah. Which ones? So I really want to learn like Arabic. Um, I want to actually get down Spanish. French and those three are all like because that's most of the world. <laughs> yeah, no, you can travel a lot of places and make do. Yeah, and then um, I want to learn like master Japanese just for fun, and then Maori, which is the, Maori? Na- the native language of New Zealand. Ooh, again, just for fun, like yeah. of the indigenous peoples. Yeah, cool. Yeah, very widely spoken still. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like even the Kiwis say, like use it. <laughs> Kiwis. I know it's great, right? Are those. Is it- I'm going to sound totally ignorant. It's okay. Is that like a people? Yeah. Kiwi is <laughs> someone from New Zealand. Oh, that's what they call them? Yeah. Like, if just they're like... Not, if they're not Maori. If they're oh. like a Euro- European descendant who like settled there somehow, then you're, you're Kiwi. Oh, cool. All right. So there's a bird, a fruit, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. people. And they have all, all of them there. <laughs> Really? Yeah, they're like, why don't pe- people say kiwi fruit? You have to say the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I know about New Zealand is that, like, in the, in the States, you know, we call each other bro. Okay, yeah. In New Zealand, they call each other cunt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a girl I met at a different point in time in Greece at a hostel who was from New Zealand, and she pointed out that in New Zealand, you know, they'll be like, hey, you good cunt? That's so amazing. But in America, we're like, you cunt. <laughs> That's true in the UK as well. It's much, it's more, it's super, super chill. Super chill? Yeah. Oh, it's, wow. It's a really like low scale word. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Just a bunch of good cunts. That's exactly. <laughs> Welcome to your group of friends, like, you're all good cunts. <laughs> They're all just going to be like, yes, we are. Curse around here. We yes, we are. <laughs> when I move away. Just, I know. Who wears my cunts? <laughs> it's going to be so shocking living outside of Fairfield. For those of you who aren't in Fairfield, you come here and it's weird. And then you leave and it's weirder. <laughs> like reverse culture shock. That's why weird. everyone comes back. Yeah. Dude, how weird is it going to be in, like, a decade? Like, you know, most of us have left, gone on our own adventures, then we yeah. come back, and then we realize, like, oh, my God, James, yeah, like, you're back in Fairfield somewhere. Like, what the fuck? Birthday twin. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, The day of prophecy is almost <laughs> before us. It's almost upon us. I'm going to break out that book. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> the day of prophecy. It also makes you feel like the day of reckoning. <laughs> I know. It is interesting, though, being born on a day called the day of prophecy. Yeah. And, like, meeting people that are incredibly intuitively inclined in, like, energy and, uh, like, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Jodish and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, and yeah, having yeah. different people meet me and say like, yeah, your Jodish chart literally says you're destined to be a leader. <laughs> right. And then like, like the yoga teacher at school being like, you're going to be a great leader. Like pulling me aside personally after class and just telling me that. And I'm like, um, <laughs> how do I, <laughs> as Alan Watts says, like, <laughs> what, wait, what does he say? Something about like, like it won't go too bad. It won't go to your head too badly to wake up one day and realize you're God. Mm, like, yep, yep. you know, I, like the idea of like being a leader and practicing all these things is definitely like me as a leader is not the goal. That's more of a byproduct yeah. of just like, what's going on? I don't know. But that's exactly the point. And the funny thing about leader, this word, this idea, this image, is so far what we've seen as leader is shit. Oh, yeah. It's so all it's dictatorial like, bullshit. Oh, yeah. It's this power-hungry, control, hierarchical, absolute dog shit. And so we're like, leader, fuck you. Don't, I don't want to be a leader. It's like, oh. I'm going to be my kind of leader that's, like, making it up a completely new way. Mm-hmm. Love, like, light, and peace, baby. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, then you lead with that. And like you said, that's not even the goal itself. You don't want to control and manipulate and do these things. You just want to, like, do your thing. And yeah, then people follow, like, neat. <laughs> as our Sanskrit teacher said, they're like, hey, man, we're all just people here hanging out. <laughs> yeah. So if I can just, like, help you hang out a little oh, yeah. bit cooler. <laughs> And treat people a little bit better. I think the the big thing of being a leader is inspiration. And mm. something I learned about the word inspiration is that the direct etymology means to breathe God into something. So good. So oh. it's interesting too because you'll see dancers. Like someone like me who's an aspiring circus performer. Yeah. Who fire dances and does all this sort of rave dancing. When I see people do that, I feel completely inspired. Mm. But sometimes you look at a painting and you feel inspired. Or you hear a song that doesn't have words. Yes. And you feel mm-hmm. inspired. You feel the sensation of God everywhere in everything. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be from a book and it doesn't have to be from a guru and it doesn't have to be from some spiritual Reiki master. <laughs> it could just be from like your favorite jam. Exactly. Yeah. Song or jam. Yes. Yeah. Blueberry, strawberry jam. That's right. Like, actually, though. <laughs> We've all felt God from food. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's inside of you. It's, like, oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. Just like, all we need is like constant reminders that, like, hey, open your eyes and look at the peanut butter. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, in Japanese, the word for instant enlightenment is satori. And there's, they say, like, when you're practicing Zen and you're practicing, like, all this stuff, like, it can happen with literally anything as a spark. Like, mm. you're washing dishes, boom, you're enlightened all of a sudden. Like, yep. it can be fucking anything. <laughs> and, and as we know, like, the, as we know, as us Fairfield people know. <laughs> that is an important caveat. Yeah. God. Outside of it, it's a whole different ballgame. Oh, I know. <laughs> Thank God for Fairfield and all this practice. Leaving here is going to be like, and then I have to come back and like rejuvenate. I'm glad we're here during the pandemic too. Dude, for real. It's like so much better. But, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. It'll come to you. Maybe. Oh, yeah. 
enlightenment is all fluctuation. Yeah. Like you go, you go up and you feel it and then you come back and you go up and you feel it. And then it's all about not holding on to that feeling of enlightenment. Mm. And like, it's not about holding on to it and grasping on and having a death grip. It's not like feeling it, thanking it. And then hopefully when you go back to being a normal human for yourself, yeah. then you're like a little bit better of a normal human. Yeah, yeah. And then you go back up, you feel it. I mean, there's constant reminders everywhere mm. of just like... Yeah, there are. Especially in Fairfield. I mean, I look outside my bathroom and I see squirrels and trees oh, and birds running around. Yeah. It's like, wow, woodpeckers. <laughs> the fact that they don't break their necks by just slamming their face into a tree over and over and over. In fact, they get rewarded for it with goodies. Right. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Or like jumping spiders. Oh, like God, their little back the legs. They, cutest they use so much force <laughs> that like if humans did that, we would just explode. <laughs> true actually they go so far <laughs> so the fact that like any of this is happening the fact that you are happening <laughs> yeah fucking incredible and just so strange and funny <laughs> yeah yeah existence is a big fun game it is just hanging out it is a game isn't it yeah and sometimes like the game sucks because you're like fuck everyone's doing so much better <laughs> you're yeah. like wait a second look at Look at my Monopoly money. Like, I'm better than I was. And then sometimes you lose it. And yeah. Sometimes you come back. It's just how to not be a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that sounds kind Moral of counterproductive for, like, like, a lot of, like, the love I've been sharing. <laughs> <laughs> but just, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, stop being a bitch sometimes i even have to remind myself that you know this is we all the way that. i'm talking to y'all is the way i talk to myself exactly. love and also stop being a bitch yeah. <laughs> just like stop it stop it look at yourself objectively stop doing what you're doing that's mean yeah like take a moment and like apologize to yourself for being an asshole to others and then just like grow from it if you can apologize to the person go for it if you can't because they like blocked you or something or they live really far away and you have no holds of getting them Mm-hmm. And like whatever, apologize to yourself, move on, have fun, love yourself. It's cool. Yeah, it's there. It's still out there in the ether. The apology's there. Hopefully, the person feels it in one way on or another. On some level, yeah. You know, that's that's like honestly the biggest reason that we love you so much. And yeah, I'm speaking for everyone. Is because stop, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> is because of your authenticity. Like, the way you talk to yourself is the way you talk to everyone. Like, you are just an open book. Like, you are just (laughs) who you are so unapologetically. You want to talk about inspiration. (laughs) Like, that's the goal. I've heard it said recently that the goal of spiritual practice will no longer be enlightenment. It will be authenticity. Mm, I love that. And, dude, that's, like, just part of the evolution. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, the shit that worked for people in India 700 years ago, like... Might not work for the people nowadays because we have iPhones. <laughs> Actually, though, yeah. Like, and we live in, like, weird climates and shit. Like, come on. Let's yeah, adapt. Completely different. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same shit. Not the same. We're not all India. <laughs> We're, like, Japan <laughs> or Russia. Or any of it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we have, you know, cars now. Like, shit's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everything is way different. But that is true. Like just being authentic to yourself and to others. Exactly. I mean, I think that's where every, like, especially since I started being authentic to myself, just Mm -hmm. that one point in time saying like, this is cute. Oh yeah. Because I, you know, I was that internalized homophobia dude that like never said cute or beautiful. Oh wow. And then once I finally broke through and said that. Yeah. Life changer. Mm. I just started being an authentic version of myself. Mm-hmm. So once you just like start doing it for yourself, I and mean, then wow, thanks. That's like a real cool. <laughs> that, like <laughs> authenticity is the new enlightenment. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Bonkers. <laughs> Dude, this is has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. I really <laughs> yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> Dude, thank you. So. If you could just leave us with one idea or thought or uh, focused something, just anything, what would you, like a last thing that you would want to say for the for the listeners? What would it be? Anything. Just be gentle. <laughs> just be love gentle it. to yourself and to others. It'll be good. <laughs> it's that simple though, isn't it? Like, yeah, existence is that simple. Just be gentle. <sighs> wow. Dude, thank you so much. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me.